Josie's Bar podcast. We're a bar in Hell's Kitchen and uh, every episode we get an issue of Daredevil in chronological order and we read it and we discuss what we think of it and stuff like that. And I'm Claire and joining me as always is Vix. Hey. Uh, hiya. And we have a VIP in the bar tonight. A very important person from Down Under. It's Connor. Woo! Hey. I'm... The Stay only up. important person down under. <laughs> you really are. <laughs> How dare you? How dare you diss Kylie Minogue like this? I don't think Kylie Minogue. I thought you were going to say Chris Hemsworth. Does he live down under still? No. Uh, Kylie. I don't know, but it's always in these stupid football ads. Yeah. Uh, yeah I feel like all these close. Australian celebrities have like moved to America. You know, like Hugh Jackman. Or London. Or London. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. yeah they always leave. Yeah. <laughs> Well, thank you for staying up late to record with us. Yeah. No worries. I'm really glad we could do two early, two hours earlier than the, the uh, other four, time. Four, <laughs> it's 2 a.m. for Connor, by the way, listeners. <laughs> 2 a.m. is kind of doable. 4 a.m., mm, no. 4 a.m. will, like, ruin my life for, like, a week. Yeah. Um, <laughs> <laughs> well, I wanted to mention a little bit of news before we get started. So, regular uh, um, listeners and visitors to the bar may know that we have a little uh, extra resident um, sort of co-host, silent <laughs> co-host on the podcast, which is Luna, the Josie's Bar cat, who is actually sitting next to me and keeps putting her paws on my keyboard. So I keep having to push <laughs> her away. Um, but we now have a new silent, maybe not so silent, um, resident of Josie's Bar. Uh, Vix, would you like to tell us more? I shall. I, after losing my beloved 19-year-old cat in July, uh, Moose, I have been adopted by a new cat. Uh, She's been with me for a week now, and her name is um, Agatha Gladys Mary Harkness. (laughs) (laughs) The first. The first of her kind. Um, And she is current. She has one eye and, like, three teeth. And she rules the house, so she's currently asleep on her little uh, favourite perch at the moment, but she'll probably come and hassle me in a bit because it's nearly dinner time. She's a lot so. more vocal than Luna, so you're more likely to hear her. She Luna is a lot more vocal than Barely meows, so. Yeah. yeah, so she's, uh, this is her first podcast. Yay, welcome Agatha. Aww. So this episode, we are discussing issue 54 of Daredevil, which is called, oh, Jarvis. Which is called, that's the other host. We also have Jarvis Technology in the bar. Uh, this issue, issue 54, is called Call Him, dot, 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 Fear. Um, published July the 1st, 1969. It says here it's written by Roy Thomas, but I swear in the issue it says it's Stan Lee. Uh, oh, no, it's Roy Thomas. Mm, let me have a look. It has Stan Lee as editor. Oh, editor, yeah, you're right. Um, they, but his name's they, like first, so yeah. They don't zoom in on the um, the little the little um, box that says who wrote it and everything on this issue on Marvel Unlimited, right. which is weird. So I'm kind of peering at it with my old lady eyes. Mm-hmm. Um, so it's uh, written by Roy Thomas, and the description is as follows: Matt Murdock is no more. Daredevil <laughs> becomes a permanent identity after Murdock fakes his own death. After teaming up with Spider-Man. <laughs> Our man without fear goes up against Mr. Fear. Really, really big I'd team hardly, up. I'd hardly call it. Yeah. It's a really big team up in this issue. 
So I've got so excited and I was so disappointed. <laughs> Written by Roy Thomas, uh, art by Gene Colan, inked by George Klein, lettered by Artie Simak. Um, but before we get into the issue, we are a bar and therefore we have drinks. So what's everyone drinking? I, surprisingly, am drinking a Pepsi Cherry uh, Zero, <coughs> whatever it's called. <laughs> oh, it's hard. <laughs> Look, it's my one vice in life. Let me have it. <laughs> it's, yeah, to be fair, that is true. What are you drinking, Connor? Uh, well, I have water and I have Pepsi Max vanilla. So, oh, the nice. usual, really. Um, vanilla and cherry. Like, cherry vanilla Pepsi, oh, is the best thing ever. Uh, I think, to be honest, the cherry, we only had cherry cola here and it was disgusting. Oh, um, <laughs> See, I, I really like che- I really like cherry coke, but if I'm gonna go for a cherry flavored fizzy pop, it's got to be cherry Seven Up. Oh no! Uh, yeah, it's like crack. I love that stuff. <laughs> <laughs> uh, and what are you drinking, Vix? Well, I am drink- I've been trying something new this week, so I have a CBD infused Ooh. elderflower mint lightly sparkling um, drink Ooh. with. CBD in it. I do love a bit of elderflower. And it is really effing bloody tasty. Nice. We're going classy in Josie's bar. Well, I don't know because <laughs> the brand is called Trip. And the other brand I'll be trying is, four, is called 420. Oh, okay. We'll see how so. this is doing in about 20 minutes or so. <laughs> 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 um... So, this issue, guys, what do you think of the cover, first of all, before we go into it? Because I feel um, like this is quite an iconic cover that I remember, even though I, I find it a little bit Scooby-Doo. Yeah, I I remember this cover, which I think is part of the reason I chose it. Mm-hmm. And, um, yeah, I remember this cover. I mean, it's, I guess it's iconic because you remember it, although this isn't really like any sort of milestone issue or anything. Mm-hmm. Um, I just I really like the cover, and I like I don't know I like I like like the whole graveyard, the lantern, and the Scooby Doo man, you know. Um, although it's funny that Spider Man's there. Um, <laughs> I know. Like, what do you mean he's a big part of this issue, Connor? <laughs> <laughs> uh, I found Karen's floating head deeply disturbing. <laughs> I I wasn't bothered by anyone else's. But, uh, yeah, I, I, I didn't like it. Like, her, I like, the rest of it is really good. Like, I, I quite like it for its, I like how Matt, uh, so Daredevil is kind of, like, faded out. So it looks like a ghost. Yeah. Kind of standing over his own grave, which is a little bit, I did have a chuckle at that, which probably says more about me than anything else. This is a um, bit like Scooby-Doo Haunted Mansion for me. But, yeah, just Karen's floating head disturbed me on a level that I'm... Yeah. <laughs> I like that it just says when Matt died on his gross and doesn't say when he was born. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Which will be a ongoing mystery as to Matt Murdoch's birthday. <laughs> <laughs> uh, anyway, so we start the issue and Karen is crying because she can't believe it. The man she loved is dead. I mean, I at least she's her. crying for a reason this time. Yeah, yeah she is. Yeah, so yeah. The man she loved didn't look at her that day or something. <laughs> uh, yeah. <laughs> Although, like her, her sad, um, grieving, lackluster hair. Um, yeah. 
she probably hasn't washed it that morning she's grieving that's true that's true but yeah like her hair looks a bit sad yeah but she's she's very upset so we find out that matt murdoch was killed in a plane crash with a little picture of him underneath uh and there's some post for foggy on the desk so we assume that obviously she's in the office there's some very strange flowers on the desk. Oh, in that picture, yeah, he does. Look at those yeah. che- cheekbones to die for, those cheekbones. <laughs> like chisels. Yeah. These flowers on the desk are weird, because at least on Marvel Unlimited, they're like green middles with white and then pink, but they kind of look slightly alien. <laughs> like, I'm not sure what these flowers are meant to be. Mm. Yeah, a bit strange. Mm. The limits of the, the colour palette they had. Mm. Um... Karen's actually wearing eye, eyeshadow as well, which we don't often see. She's got like blue yeah. eyeshadow. Mm. So she's she didn't she couldn't wash her hair, but she put some eyeshadow. She on. she did put some, you know. She's well, you know, she's you can you can do things with long hair that make it look slightly less sad. Yeah. Um, but you know, you need to zhuzh your eyelids up a little bit, you know. Well, Matt had sent Karen a letter the the day that he died or the day before he died. Um, and he said he had urgent business in upstate New York that concerned Daredevil. And she's like, hmm, it's a bit of a coincidence that Matt's brother Mike was the first Daredevil. <laughs> yeah. Uh, it just gets so complicated, this whole saga. <laughs> oh, well, I think. Just you wait. <laughs> what were you going to say, Connor? Well, actually, I was going to say it would be safe to assume that Matt would work with the protege, but then I think they mentioned earlier that Matt didn't know who the new one was. Yeah. They haven't um, sort of made it, you know, apparent who the protege is meant to be. It's just... Yeah, it it feels like just a very transitory few issues. Mm -hmm. Um, Like, not to spoil anything ahead, but I remember this this kind of period of Daredevil, which I really like, just, it wasn't off its head so much. <laughs> like, yeah. it calms, I think it calms down a bit in the future. Uh, but right now, it's, like, completely insane, you know, <laughs> and Stan Lee would be proud. Um, so, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's, yeah, it's it's more more complications with his identities. Like, yeah. yeah. I mean, it'll... I, I mean, I not to spoil anything, and I'm hopefully you know what I mean, Connor, by this. But I was talking with someone the other day about how his identities can get even stranger, and I was we were talking specifically about the flying blind arc. Ah, uh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> and that's all I say. I didn't really like that. I have to uh, say. No, <laughs> I mean, there's a reason it kind of killed the issues off i think for a while yeah <laughs> you have to wait to experience this fix oh, i can't wait yeah so <laughs> uh foggy comes in and much like his his sensitivity uh, after matt was blinded and he was like hey matt get over it he says hey karen oh, get over no. matt <laughs> get over like, it foggy come on foggy is not one to ruminate on on bad news He's so how not, i mean to be fair you know I guess there's tears coming down Foggy's face in that first panel, but yeah. I don't know, like, when Foggy goes, Matt was the greatest guy we ever knew, I'm like, <laughs> Matt's a dipshit. Like, even, <laughs> like, he's just, even without the fact that he's faked his own death, he's, you know, he never works, he calls you fat all the time, like. 
he's an arsehole. I mean, Connor, yeah. when you messaged me, you were like, I think you said something like, there is a lot of dickery in this issue. I, <laughs> yeah. I was surprised by the amount of, like, dickery there was in this <laughs> And it's funny because it gets worse from here. Like, <laughs> God. Yes. I think we should refer to it as de-dickery. Yeah. <laughs> dickery <laughs> That's that's what the DD stands for. <laughs> yeah, dead like this, this stuff it doesn't happen with other superheroes. You know, Spider Man, Superman they they never like they never put people through this crap. <laughs> <laughs> you know, they, ne- they never go full arsehole. <laughs> if they if they ever did, it was usually very complicated. They never faked their own dead death and just caused everyone <laughs> around them trauma. Like. <laughs> I'm just giggling with glee. <laughs> he's just—he's just an idiot. Like he's so dumb. It's like really how do you? How does this make any sense, man? Just, like, and he's supposed he's to be really fucking smart as yeah. well. He's supposed to be like the best lawyer in. He's in... the best lawyer in North America, guys. And it's which just is like... why on the newspaper they said. <laughs> DA's ex-partner dies, and I was like, but if you're the best lawyer in America, you should just say, like, super lawyer Matt Murdock dies, you know? Exactly. We also got to point out that it's the Daily Bugle, so yes. A, Spider-Man didn't do anything that day because he's not on the front page, and B, uh, did anything else happen that day? There was no no superhero stuff, I guess, if Matt Murdock makes the front page. Yeah, they will take uh, a day off, I guess. Yeah. All the super he villains. did do that he, he did do that one really cool case in 54 issues. The rest happened off panel. But, yeah. <laughs> I mean, that, that's understandable, though, like, why they wouldn't put, like, a law, court, more courtroom stuff in a 60s comic, you know? Yeah. So, yeah. yeah. So, uh, Karen is distraught. Foggy's upset as well, even though he's like, yeah, get over it. And then he says about Matt is the greatest guy we ever knew. <laughs> and I could yeah. hear Vic's shouting from where I was. <sighs> Uh, and then Karen admits that he was the man that she loved and uh, that he always seemed so vital, so alive. And I was like, what? Like, really? I'm glad, I'm glad Foggy has someone at yes. this point. Yes. You yeah. know? Where's, where's Debs? Where's she at? Um, hmm. <laughs> oh, okay. Yeah, <laughs> she's off protesting somewhere. I miss her. <laughs> yeah, so she's Karen's in the office now. I don't know why she's doing any work because there's no lawyers in this office now. Matt's dead. Yeah, what DA. work? Is there <laughs> so what work are you doing, Karen? Like what work? Yeah, You're unless not a lawyer. I, I did. I did think that, but then I was like, well, maybe is Foggy going to take him, take her with him to the DA office? DA's Aww, office? I hope so. Because, um, yeah, I was a little bit confused as to where they were in this issue. Because at first I was like, is she in the office? Is she mm. in Matt's house? Mm. Because doesn't Foggy say, he says something about, like, you weren't at home or something. And it kind of doesn't look like the office. Yeah, or well, the colouring's different because it's kind of this lilac. Um, yeah, we've not really, we've really office, seen it this colour. Yeah, it's definitely the office. It took me like I didn't know that initially. I thought she might have been in Matt's apartment. Yeah, that's that's yeah. what I thought. Um, Karen decides she's going to sit in the dark for a while. I love that. I'll just sit in the dark a while. Okay, um, emo Karen. Yeah, and she's there past midnight because um, we see on the clock, and she finds Matt's cane. Um, 
she says, Matt's gone forever, only his memory remains. And his cane! Did he not, like, is there nothing? Like, what about his apartment? Like, yeah, full of all his stuff. And hasn't, like, how has no one gone to his apartment? Because he doesn't have any family. Yeah. Does he? So, like, someone must have gone to his apartment and then found his secret gym. Even his imaginary family are dead. Maybe yeah. he blew that up, too. Oh, maybe. Uh, maybe. Maybe that's what he crashed the plane into. <laughs> <laughs> maybe, maybe Matt's uh, long lost triplet inherited oh, the Mark. brownstone. Doesn't yes. let anyone in. Yes, that's Mark <laughs> Murdoch. <laughs> and the the protege of um of of Mike Murdoch is Mac Murdoch. Yeah. There's there's so many. They're quints. Yeah. Uh, so meanwhile Daredevil's swinging through the city and because he hasn't got his cane he's using a rope uh, I guess with a grappling hook he would have to have a grappling hook right yeah it doesn't yeah I, I don't think you can do that I mean I know I'm talking about this in a comic <laughs> where a blind guy is like a ninja superhero but it's still like <laughs> how long is that rope <laughs> I, yeah I don't know well it looks like he's climbing up but I don't know it, it's um I don't know if he's, like, lassoing it. Yeah. Maybe. I guess that that's not the important thing that's about to happen, though. Um. Uh, so he um, he goes to the D... Well, I think he says he goes to the DA office. Yeah. Uh, so he's looking for his, his cane. He wants to know if it's gone into the hands of Foggy. So he goes to the DA office and he finds Karen there. So it doesn't make sense Wait. because we oh. thought... Yeah, we mm. thought she was in their office. But, because it says 20th floor, DA's office, everybody out. Well, maybe that means she works for Foggy now. Maybe. Which would make sense. Yeah. Right? yeah that's what, that he that's would what keep I, her employed. I just kind of assumed that, like, he would take... That would actually make sense, because there was post to Foggy on the desk. So. Yeah. It's very It's just the comic didn't... The comic, like, probably should have had, like... A, a panel or something explaining that Karen works for Foggy now that there's no, you know, lawyer office. Um, mm. Foggy's a good friend. Oh. He'll give you a job. He is. So, Matt can sense Karen's there by her perfume. Uh, <laughs> and he longs to tell her everything, but he's like, no, I can't. So he's like, oh, hey, hey, Karen. Uh, and she nearly has a heart attack. She's like, what? What? Um, and, uh, I like the thing that he says about, oh, I'm going to switch on the lights because I like to see who I'm talking to. Yeah, I thought that was kind of clever. Like, it's it wasn't... Yeah. He didn't have, like, a thought bubble going, I have to convince her I'm not blind. Yeah. He just said that line and then yeah. moved on. I think if Stan wrote it, there would be a thought bubble. Oh, yeah, it would be a whole issue. I'm kidding, but it would, <laughs> it would be. <laughs> um... So this is weird, where Matt's like, oh, you're holding his cane. Um, yeah, I kind of knew <laughs> Matt Murdock. He did a few things for me. Obviously, I didn't know him that long, because apparently I've only been Daredevil for a few months. But uh, can I keep his cane? Yeah. It's like, well, why? <laughs> and Karen's like, oh, I think not. Yeah, I was like, <laughs> I would find this very weird. He could have worded it differently. Yes, exactly. He's yeah. not, like, uh, Daredevil's not, I mean, he gets a lot of women. But he's not a very charming person. No. Uh, not at this point. Like, 
No, actually, in general, I don't think he is. But <laughs> no. Uh... <laughs> yeah, I I agree. He's not. Yeah, he's he's not the most charming. He has what you call a low charisma score. Um, you know, so. Who's the most charismatic Marvel character? Clint. Uh, it's Captain America, I think. <gasps> well, because he he's a leader, like you know. He, yeah. He leads like the most. Uh, like, he, he, he's able to raid in Hercules and stuff. I think you have to have, like, high presence. Yeah. Um, yeah, I think you're forgetting about Tony Stark, though. A lot of people don't like him, though. <laughs> <laughs> well, Tony's got money, are, though. Do you know what I mean? I think Robert Downey Jr., Tony <laughs> Stark, has a lot of charisma. Yeah. But, like, pre, pre-Robert Downey Jr., Tony Stark is... What, what was he... Who was he based off? He was based on someone specific, right? Oh. Uh, a famous know. rich guy. Um, like uh, Bill Gates or Elon Musk or someone like that. I don't know. Um, I don't know. I think, like like you were saying, Robert Downey Jr. Iron Man is charismatic, but not so much in the comics. Just like Charlie Cox Daredevil, like Matt Murdock. Uh, is Howard Hughes. Howard Hughes. That makes sense. Yeah, because yeah, the dad's him. Howard as yeah. well. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. I'm sorry, I took that Tony. question really seriously. That's all right. No, I was kind of interested in it because I think you're yeah. right. He's he could have worded this a lot differently, and he could have been a bit more charismatic with it, rather than being like, yeah. "Hey, give me his cane." <laughs> you know? Yeah, you, don't, you you have no idea who I am other than I wear the Daredevil costume, yeah. and we've never met before. But give me the cane. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Um, and then he. Oh, tells... I guess it's dark. It's what? I kind of. Ex- I like how she says no, because part of me just kind of expected her to give it to him. Yeah. Mm. Um, <laughs> like, no, mine. Yeah, which is fair enough, to be honest. Like, like who do you think you are? Over. She's, like, swinging in the window and startling me and then asking to hand over, like, the only thing of Matt that's left. <laughs> you yeah, <laughs> I'm already kind of feeling the shift in the way Karen and Matt are written. Mm-hmm. Like in a in the sort of scale where we have the really good Karen and Matt, which is years away, and the <laughs> wacky, tropey, you know, love at first sight angst. Um, I kind of feel like they're being written a bit better um, at this point and the few issues. But like it's it's kind of like I wish their relationship had been better up until this point, so that I gave any sort of shit. But I don't, yeah. you know, mm-hmm. like. I find I found them both insufferable <laughs> as people <laughs> and together. So this, like, they're kind of acting like different people now. But this should be a bit more emotional, but it's not. It's really, yeah, it's not. And I it's just don't. It's just been yeah. Karen going, "Oh, I love him so much, but oh, can I really love a blind man?" <laughs> yeah, exactly. And all this sort of stuff, and, yeah. and Matt being like, "Oh, I love her, but we can never be together." It's just because... very melodramatic. Just like, oh, for God's sake. Yeah. It would have been nice to have something good before this point um, to make to make them a bit endearing. I like, think there's definitely for... a shift, like you were saying, like with Roy Thomas, yeah. you can... Like, I think, Vix, you said that in his first issue, that it felt like it was slightly more... I think like I, I think it was you that said it, like it felt like slightly more mature and not as... It's more yeah, restrained, as, I think. Yeah, not as an insult to to Stan, you know. Um, it's just a different way of doing it, but it did feel like a yeah, a, a maturing yeah. of the characters. Although it's funny because I wrote that feedback mm-hmm. 
and then like the next issue, which you guys were covering when I were in the feedback, like it sucked. So, <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah. But yeah, no, this is definitely, I think, like with Roy, this is the second era of Dead Dead Evil. Like we're mm-hmm. we're done essentially with the Stan Lee kind of stuff, which is it, it's crazy. I don't know, it just feels weird, but yeah, it's definitely the next era um, of it, and it's just as I said, it's transitioning and. Yeah, I'm rambling, but yeah, it's all right. they're just they're both <laughs> suffering. I don't care that they're sad. <laughs> <laughs> I don't yeah, care I mean, about it's... your sadness. So, uh, Daredevil decides to follow Karen home uh, to her place, which appears to be a house. And I'm like, nice house, Karen. Hmm. Um, How are these guys? <laughs> <laughs> and he creeps in her room. <laughs> so creepy. <laughs> and he steals oh, the cane. Now, what is she gonna think happened to this cane? It's it's dumb. Like, there's okay. So there's two things here. So one, he assuming he still has that hyper laboratory where he makes gadgets, he could have just made another one. And two, now that we're slightly more grounded, it, well, he did make this cane in the first place. He can mm-hmm. make it again. Mm-hmm. You know, it can, he he modified his. It even showed us in the last issue, which is pretty yeah. telling. He just modified his blind man cane. Yeah. Can't you just do it again, man? Like, get another. Instead like, of stealing it from her room. And <laughs> yeah. it's like if he if she spots him with the cane rather than when it's in two parts like a billy club, she's gonna be like, hey, hang on a minute. <laughs> It would have been so good if she woke up at this point. Uh, (laughs) Yeah, uh, and just being like, uh, excuse you? Also, it's like, Matt, you've faked your own death. This is the only thing she has. (laughs) Like, please. Like, just let her, just let her grieve. Just let her, like, for God's sake. If you need it now, I don't know. And, um, Um, but I'm sorry, like, sorry, go on. No, I was going to say, there's no way he only has one of those. Yeah. Yeah. He has 20 Daredevil costumes. <laughs> like, yeah. Anyway, but, go on, um, what were you going to say? Oh, I just, uh, I do like how he acknowledges that, like, he feels really bad <laughs> for doing this. <laughs> um, like, it's not creepy at all, Matt. Yeah. So we get confirmation again that he wears his sunglasses under his Daredevil costume. Because <laughs> he's taken Daredevil oh, right, off and yeah. he's got the sunglasses on. <laughs> which is always hilarious to me. He says, was it really yes, just yesterday that I pulled up at a private airport with a black fright wig covering up these tussled red locks? And then, Vix, <laughs> what do we see? <sighs> I hate this wig with the power of a thousand suns. I hate it. I hate it so much. It looks so awful. And I just, oh, uh, I just, yeah. He looks like Bruce Wayne. <laughs> He really does. I think, with the, I think like, with the black, the, the purple and the green, he looks like Bruce Banner. It's just, but he's got like Hulk hair. <laughs> it's yeah, so it's just so awful. And this like this whole like little kind of flashback is just hilarious <laughs> to me. I don't know. If, do, do either of you remember the episode where Krusty fakes his death in The Simpsons? Yes. Or he's on the plane. Reminds yeah. me of that. <laughs> <laughs> So he, he just he does the thing he gets in the plane and stuff, you know. Yeah. Where did Matt I, get this fake flight uh, like pilot license? I don't know. He made it. In his super secret lab. Oh, He's a lawyer, he can forge documents. Yeah. 
Which so, is actually probably what happened, but still, it's, um... Yeah. We're like, it's kind of like, Stanley over-explained everything, now we're getting, like, under-explained for, <laughs> yeah. for the wacky elements that are going on. Um, <laughs> and, and, like, the, the, the dummy, and... The dummy's hilarious. <laughs> oh, just... <laughs> And he's like, oh, at this angle, it'll look like I'm helping someone into the plane. No, it's it looks like, like no. you're loading a body. It, yeah, exactly. <laughs> it's kind of funny how he gave it, like, a wig and glasses. Would it have been, like, incinerated in the explosion? Oh, just... It honestly, because he's like, oh, Matt Murdock's a blind man, so I'd have to help him on the plane. But he's, like, helping this this blind man, you know, because <laughs> it's not, it's a dummy onto the plane with his arms under its armpits and like dragging it on like he's yeah. dragging your body it's so funny. and it's all like it's all like limp and everything so it just he's like yeah from this angle like he'll be able to see me helping this person on the plane it's like it's gonna look like you murdered someone yeah. and then it, and then you're gonna put it in the plane and the feet will be sticking out <laughs> well oh. he has murdered someone he's yeah. murdered matt Murdock. oh Hmm. And his eyes are obviously always in shadow in these scenes because we're not allowed yeah. to see Matt Murdock's eyes. <laughs> exactly. It's pretty weird. I don't, I don't quite understand that. Like, uh, I could have sworn I've seen like blind people in these comics from this era, but I could be misremembering. But it's hmm. just it's weird to me that they're still like. Mm. Uh, still maybe they. Have they just not decided like what they want his eyes to look like? Do they have like a few ideas floating around? Or... Well, his eyes vary through the years, don't they? Like even with different artists, like sometimes his eyes look ben completely. Yeah, sometimes they're scarred, and yeah, it looks like he's got cataracts. And I mean, like it would make... sometimes they're just drawn like completely undamaged. You know. I mean, it would it it would make sense for his eyes to be kind of you know like like they've got cataracts or stuff in because you know with his accident and yeah. everything yeah so can i yeah it's but yeah it's it's just like you know do, do we really have to go as far as to have his sunglasses on underneath the daredevil costume <laughs> just to like yes, prove a point because i love it <laughs> like you know just to kind of like oh don't forget he's blind well don't forget vix when he had his sunglasses on under his daredevil costume, under a realistic Thor mask. <laughs> oh, God, yeah. Oh, that was just so ridiculous. So Matt basically destroys this plane, maybe putting this guy out of business, because he crashes it. Where'd he get a bomb? I don't know, <laughs> in his lap. Like... And he's like, oh, nobody would notice me leaping out of this plane, even though I'm dressed in bright red. It's like, what? Matt. <laughs> like... Yeah, why does he need to dress as Daredevil for this part? I don't know. And and why does, like, the plane just explodes midair, which must mean he put a bomb there, because it, it didn't be crash then. Like... Yeah. It doesn't make sense. Maybe this guy yeah. is going to get sued or something, because they'll be like, well, you're sending unsafe aircraft up into the air. Like, this guy's, like, lost his business now. So, again, yeah. it's another example of daredickery, in my opinion. Mm. we need to guy. trademark that third <laughs> degree I like the guy's like son look the plane exploded in mid look son <laughs> look at this tragedy unfolding before our very eyes <laughs> yes. don't look away make sure you look watch watch oh, look. 
Uh, so Matt has like jumped into the 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 river or whatever or the sea, and comes out and he's like, right, Matt's Matt's dead. So now I can uh, even an old score with Star Saxon. Now here's the thing, Matt still wants to marry Karen. So how is that gonna go? <laughs> I think he's so this plan like this part of the plan kind of makes sense, kind of. Uh, I don't know, just while I was reading it, like, it, this, in Matt's head, this is temporary. Mm-hmm. I don't think, um, I, I, for some reason, I think, like, he plans on coming back and revealing to Karen that he is Matt, and they'll all get married, and, like, that's why he's so impatient, because he just wants to get to that step, he wants to wrap up this business mm-hmm. first. But, I mean, obviously, the hole in the plan is, like, why would Star Saxon, like, how does, how does faking Matt's death change? any of, like, Star Saxon's threats. He can still yeah. expose him. Yeah. yeah. And also, like, do you really think that after you've put Karen through all of this bullshit that she's going to want to marry you? Like, just tell her, no, I'm not really dead. It was all a ruse. I don't uh, think I think about that. He's done stuff like this before and then... I'm like, not actually... I'm not actually dead. Let's get married. And she's like, bitch, I have been grieving you. <laughs> <laughs> like, what the hell? If Karen was a reasonable person, <laughs> but I, I think she would still go for it. So. Uh, yeah, she would still go for it, unfortunately. Unless Deb's yeah. going to speak, talk some sense into her. Oh, I God. think Foggy would be pretty bad. Oh, um, the wrath of Foggy. He's like, I agree with you for all of all three minutes, Matt. <laughs> yeah, Foggy's always giving him the business, and then he's like, yeah, the greatest guy we ever knew. Um. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> so... We get this very creepy picture of Star Saxon, I guess, that Matt's dreaming of. Which I like. I like that. I like picture. it. It's creepy. Yeah. I like it. Yeah. Um, and Matt is in his pajamas, uh, having a dream, and um, and then I guess we go into what he does over the next sort of day or so, where he's just hunting down all these goons, you know, like robbers and stuff. But really, his mind is on Star Saxon and hunting him down. And we find out that it, this takes place at the start of May. Because there's a little calendar. Mm. But Star Saxon is not appearing. He's, I don't know, he's still in hiding somewhere. Yeah. All this time. Because mm. Star Saxon is smarter than Matt Murdock. I think that's pretty <laughs> safe to say. Yeah, I think that's safe enough to say, isn't it? Who's thinking, look at this idiot. Um. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Because yeah. he's going to see that Matt Murdock's dead, and then he's going to see Daredevil running around, and he's going to be like, what the hell did you do, you idiot? Because <laughs> like, this is the whole thing. It's like, you know, for, for the people that aren't Star Saxon, everyone's like, oh, no, Matt's dead. Um, but, you know, they don't know that, um, you know, Matt's Daredevil. Mm. But Star Saxon's like, like, are you high? Like, what are you smoking? <laughs> Dude, you know- seriously? The way Daredevil's acting, if we compare to Spider-Man's nemesis who found out his secret identity, uh, the Green Goblin, mm-hmm. I think Matt would be dead if his nemesis was the Green Goblin because he's acting so dumb. Like, yeah. He's, yeah. he's lucky he's got Star's accent. Oh. Yeah, that's true. So, Matt, I, I like this panel where Matt jumps over these two guys and he, like, bonks their heads together. I really enjoyed that. Actually, yeah, it's a... <laughs> I say, I, I do really like the artwork throughout this issue. Mm. Um, it's Some of it's a bit wonky, but like it still feels like, you know, sort of classic. 
Yeah. Are you guys ready for the big Spider-Man appearance? <laughs> Did you, the team were up. You, were you happy, uh, Vix? The big Spider-Man I, team up. I was like, so like when I saw that Spider-Man was going to be in this issue, I was like, yeah. And then like three panels later, I was like, you fuckers. Because <laughs> they, he like Matt bumps into Spider-Man while they're, I guess, hunting down these same guys, and um, they have a bit of back and forth, and we actually get a mention of Spider-Man knowing or suspecting that Daredevil was Matt Murdock. So were you happy at that, Vix? I was kind of like, I mean, to be fair, like Spider-Man is like the one who's kind of known all along, and no one paid any attention to him and everyone like conveniently forgets that he wrote this letter to say by the way guys uh i know who dada was um but then he's kind of like oh i always thought it was matt you know it was matt murdoch but matt murdoch's dead so it can't be maybe i'm wrong it's like peter no (laughs) yeah i guess this is their way of just sort of being able to push the reset button on that yeah Mm -hmm. um and hey it's done better here than it was done better before souls run that's for sure um, oh yeah. So angry. <laughs> yeah, we'll we'll get to that in many years. Because oh yeah. Um, so he's like, oh, Matt Murdock's dead now. But this is the problem. If 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 Spider-Man ever runs into like Matt Murdock or whoever, I don't know who Daredevil at this point, you know, Vix thinks that his civilian identity is going to be, or if he's just going to be Daredevil <laughs> all the time. Yeah. Um, but if Spider-Man ever bumps into whoever. You know, even if he's in disguise, he recognised him because of his like um, his spidey sense, didn't he? So he's yeah. still going to know that that's Daredevil. Yeah. They so how do... that this is always going to be a thing? But it's like, how can he? So why doesn't he realise that it's Matt Murdock well, right now? Yeah, that's true. But I think he, he thinks because it's you know. But then he must be thinking, well, if Matt Murdock's dead, then this either has to be Karen or Foggy. Yeah. I'm sure it's... Spider-Man's wrapped up in a lot of his own problems anyway. I'm sure there's stuff going on, yeah, and his, his issues as well. At the moment. Yeah. I don't know what, but yeah. Actually, what, this, when did this come out? Uh, this was July, what did I say, 69? 69, I think, I think you said, yeah. You know what, I'm going to take a leap over and see what he was dealing with okay. at this time. What's he thinking about while he's beating up those thugs? <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah. uh... That's it. Spider-Man's out the issue. <laughs> yeah, that was it. Like, that was his appearance. I don't, and it's like he's like, oh, you know, muscling in on my gig, and um, and then I was like, okay, bye. Yeah. Remember, listeners, he's on the front cover. <laughs> so, yeah. So meanwhile, he's dealing with. Sorry. Oh, that's this, right. He's yeah. de- he's dealing with the Magia right now. Oh. As the Magia boss taking a big potion, holding a tablet. <laughs> like, like an ancient tablet so I'm sure there's crazy stuff going on there yeah. okay. that sounds a little bit more exciting than what's going on in this issue with Daredevil to be fair uh, well Daredevil's um, <laughs> taking a newspaper he doesn't steal it, he does leave money so good, good Catholic boy um, this is he... it's exactly what Spider-Man does except he does it with web so it makes more sense <laughs> yeah. yeah, he does yeah. it with his billy club sorry, Josie, he, how does he wrap it Josie's bar cat Luna is just meowing to get in. That's the one time you'll hear her meowing, so I'm just wondering. <laughs> there we go. Uh, she's like, what's going on then? Is, he, is Spider-Man appeared yet? Oh, no. All right, I'm... Yeah. Sorry, you missed it, Luna. Yeah. Um, 
So he takes his paper and it just so happens that he is mentioned on the front cover, uh, which says that, and it's not the Daily Bugle, it's the Daily Chronicle, is it? I think it is. Right. Um, yeah. And it says that Mr. Fear challenges Daredevil. Uh, criminal has been released from prison. And it says something else. So he basically has challenged Daredevil to a fight and is saying that he will donate $100,000 to a charity if he fights Daredevil or something like this, if Daredevil takes up the challenge. It's such a random thing (laughs) to to happen. So presumably he's now going to donate this money because Daredevil did turn up to the challenge. It's just that he, he did run out like halfway through but he did show up so does that mean he donates his money can I just say that I think that Matt Murdock is absolutely the kind of person that um, cuts out all the bits of the newspaper that are about him (laughs) (laughs) and like sticks them on a wall somewhere probably in his lab yeah (laughs) that's his that's his giant braille diary uh, braille library is just the cutouts of him yeah um Okay, so he's like, right, well, all right, I guess I'll go and fight uh, Mr. Fear then, and Star Saxon will have to wait. And so just before a rerun of Laugh-In, I don't know if that's a real show or not, uh, Mr. Fear's on telly, old purple purple skull face himself. Are you happy to see him, Vix? Uh, I am. I'm especially happy to see his, what looks like his, like, boob and ab cutout window. <laughs> yes. On his is, this, is this a cutout or has he just painted like an upside down orange? Um, I don't know. Pointing at his am, crotch. <laughs> I am living for it. I'm living. He's like sexy Skeletor. Um, Skeletor is sexy. Come on. I know Skeletor is sexy, but this is kind of like this is like if Skeletor did uh, burlesque. <gasps> oh god, I'd love that. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, this is a strange outfit. So. Daredevil shows up to the television studio and there's loads of people there, including what looks like a grey werewolf, I put in my notes, towards the bottom of the page. It's this guy whose hair is coloured in to cover his ears and he sort of looks a bit like a werewolf. Um, and everyone's excited and there's women who are like, oh my god, I touched Daredevil. Ah. <laughs> everyone's reaching out to him, men, women, everyone. Like, I'm um, never washing my hand again. <laughs> And Mr. Fear shows up on like a little like the little thing that the trapster used, his little anti gravity pod thing. It's kinda of like that, it looks like a little UFO flying through the air with the greatest of ease. He's also in this shot we can see he's got a little orange triangle on his his like belt or something. I'm not mm. sure what that is. Um and he immediately kidnaps Daredevil and flies him over the polar bear enclosure in the park. <laughs> Because all of a sudden it looks like they're in, they're like in the Arctic, and it's like what? what? I know. Yeah. Uh, also above the seals and all this kind of thing. Um, I do like some of these panels where like Daredevil swings round on this pod and like kicks Mister Fear in the face. Mm, yeah, that's pretty cool. And then it looks like he's just repeatedly slapping him in one of the panels. He's like, which is cool. Um. And then uh, Mr. Fear's like, well, I've developed my new Rapello ray. Of course you I have. guess just kind of is like a force ray and just makes you fly backwards. They don't really explain it. Then no. it falls like towards the, the seal enclosure. 
does a few little flips and lands in the water. And even his thought bubble goes 90 degrees to the <laughs> left. <laughs> his little thought bubble flips around as well. Uh, this is a very mm. big seal enclosure. Like, it's very deep. It's... Like, I've never <laughs> seen one like this. But that's good. That's good for them. They've got some enrichment. Absolutely, yeah. So they continue fighting. <laughs> he uses the old billy club. There's a massive crowd watching them now. And Mr. Fear insults the Billy Club, which Daredevil's like, well, it beat you the first time, so ha-ha. How dare jokes, you. Joke's on you. <laughs> How dare you disrespect the Billy Club like that. And then <laughs> Mr. Fear says, oh, my new power is I'm going to fill you with fear with a mere gesture. And now, what do you think this gesture might look like, Vex? I thought, you know, maybe some sort of like, you know, uh, like... Doctor Strange type um, over zealous gesticulation, but no, he just literally points at him. <laughs> you. <laughs> like, you and said. It, yeah, and and it's just, and I, I'm confused by this because it's like, where is this some sort of like, has he given himself somehow this power, or they don't kind of explain it, but it's literally like he just like literally points and shoots mm-hmm. with his finger. <laughs> yeah. Well, he used to have to use fear pellets. Now he just points, and you're you yeah. So he's he's, he's clearly leveled up somehow. Yeah. So he yeah. We, well, maybe we will find out more. Um, so suddenly Matt basically gets vertigo. He realizes how high he is and becomes really scared, and he lets go, and starts falling and lands in a tree. And basically. Everyone is kind of like, oh, what a loser. Oh, what a coward. <sighs> now, seeing as he's fighting a guy called Mr. Fear, like a guy who's known that he can make you scared, like I feel like you can't blame Matt or Daredevil for being scared. Do you know what I mean? When this is obviously his power. Yeah. It's like if, if Batman was fighting the Scarecrow, who is known to scare people, and then he was a bit scared... You wouldn't be like, oh, what a loser. It's like, no, that's what he does. That's his thing, you know? I think, um, I mean, there's, there's Daredevil's much more of a braggart, mm-hmm. like, publicly, is one thing. And the other thing is, like, people are fickle. Like, they're not reasonable. Yeah. <laughs> the yeah. public mm-hmm. mass, as it were. So I, I can um, believe it with those yeah, two absolutely. things in mind. I um, think I think that for the last, like, 18 months of talking and a thing is that people on mass are idiots. Mm. Yeah. Uh-huh. Absolutely. Uh, we've always known that. Um, yeah. That's why we only have a few people in Josie's bar at a time. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, we'll start going all anti-vax if we get into a large yeah. number, so Absolutely. keep it small. Yeah, that's it. Um, keep it... It's it's quality, not quantity. <laughs> um so Matt's all sad now because he was like, well, I was just scared for a moment, wasn't I? Wasn't I? And then he says, you know, what if I killed off Matt Murdock to be to be Daredevil just in time for the man without fear to become a coward? And then there's a judgy monkey looking at him. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Monkey's looking at him like, oh, you loser. Yeah. Uh, and that is the end of the issue, guys. Mm. So, yeah, a, w- a weird one, but um, yeah. uh, we didn't talk yeah. about much fashion, but 
what are we going to toot and we're going to boot guys um fix you can go first i am going to toot the terrible wig because i hated it toot it or boot it oh boot it sorry i was like what sorry uh yeah i'm going to boot the terrible wig because it's just just awful just so and the outfit's bad as well i think yeah just the whole like it's just Matt trying to blend in. It's just like, it doesn't work. <laughs> um, and I am going to toot uh, Mr. Fear's boob window. Because <laughs> I love that whole look. He's 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 like a bit like the plunder. He's like really committed to the whole like yeah. villainous outfit. Um, and I, I love that for him. Absolutely. Uh, what about you, Connor? Uh, I'll toot Karen's morning outfit uh, uh, a little blue outfit with her green jacket specifically Mm. uh mostly because this issue might be the first time she's felt like a real person (laughs) so (laughs) um and i will boot uh i'll boot spider-man because his eyes are colored red and he's drawn a bit awkwardly Oh, uh, I didn't even notice his eyes. I don't know if they are in my epic collection, but in this online mm-hmm. thing I'm reading, which has the original colouring, they are red. So, oh, but yeah, he just he just felt awkward to me, like awkwardly drawn. So I think this issue might have been a bit of a rush job in some places, or at mm. least done by different artists. So yeah, because uh, like to be fair, I couldn't, I wasn't as down as the Bruce on the Bruce Wayne look as you guys, so I couldn't think of anything else to boot really um, I guess the no eyes look isn't great yeah. <laughs> so <laughs> Matt Murdock no eyes um, I'm going to do the same as, as Vix I'm going to toot um, I'm going to mildly toot um, Mr Fear because I don't like this new orange additions to his costume but I do like his costume he's just living his best Skeletor life and I love it um, and I'm going to boot Matt and his horrible wig and his purple green combo because it's just awful and for the fact that he now destroyed this poor man's life. Uh, yeah. He didn't just kill Matt Murdock. He killed this this guy who owned this airfield. This guy went broke. Uh, he got investigated. He got sued. And um, and he is now penniless and poor. Uh, and I feel really bad for him. So, therefore, I'm going to boot Matt. <laughs> <laughs> just, just Matt in general. Just Matt, yeah. Um, I liked... Are... Um... Oh, go on. Sorry. I just... The general thought about the issue, if that's okay, or yeah, go for it. Um, I just, I think it's cool seeing a villain we haven't seen since like the yellow costume Mm -hmm. issues come back because it might not feel like it, but a lot actually has changed in Daredevil since then. So it's kind of a cool blast from the past Mm -hmm. seeing him rock up. Um, Yeah, he he was in number six. Was the last? I think it was six. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, I I think that's when we're foggy dressed up as Daredevil. So, <laughs> odd memories there. Remember that? <laughs> um, uh, yeah, what is our panel of the week going to be, guys? I don't know. Um, I actually, like, despite the fact that I didn't like Karen's floating head, I did actually like the cover with the kind of ghost daredevil. Mm. I did enjoy that. Um and I could argue that, like, anything was Spidey in it, but it, he looked weird. He didn't, like, like Connor said, he didn't look in quite... it. Yeah. Yeah, so I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to go with um, Ghost Matt standing over his own grave. Okay. Because that amused me. I don't know why. Um, Connor? Um, I like the... There's a panel where 
Mr. Fear's going, au revoir, and there's, like, polar bears watching. Oh, yeah. Like, <laughs> that was going to like be mine bears, as well. So. <laughs> <laughs> or the, the judgy monkey at the end. Oh, I do like that the was, judgy that monkey. That was quite yeah. funny. I just like that the we have polar bears in an issue of Daredevil. It's just yeah. it makes me happy because um, I love polar bears. But um, yeah, so I, mine's actually the same as yours, <laughs> I just like I like it. It's a fun yeah. place. It, this fight takes place. You know, it's like over the zoo. It's just why not? <laughs> yeah, why not? It just makes it fun. You know, rather than I wish they did more of this in like the show. Do you know what I mean? Where it's like. It's not just another fight in a warehouse. We're going to fight at the zoo. <laughs> I think yeah. It's a little bit irresponsible because you put in, you know, various endangered species at risk. Yeah, that's true. That's or are true. they the ones that are endangered from Ooh. the bears? And the monkeys, the chimps, tear them apart. Oh, they would, yeah. yeah. That chimp's like, let me at him, I'll get him. Tear his face off. I nearly mentioned um, those that panel where Foggy's comforting Karen and then the solo shot of Foggy in the next panel. I don't know, I thought Foggy wasn't in the issue much, but I liked how he was drawn. Yeah, so. yeah, he's, he's drawn well. He's His character's, I don't know, a bit, I find a bit weird in this issue where he's just like, hey, get over it. You know? Yeah. It's like, no, Foggy can mourn. You can't have him be like, oh, he was the greatest guy ever. Yeah, then... I think it's more... You know, not get over it, but more like, you know, don't don't sit by yourself in this dark office. Yeah. <laughs> that makes sense. But, um, yeah, it could have been worded better, for sure. Like, yeah. I, don't, I don't know if you can, like, hear the noise that's going on in the background. A bit, yeah. <laughs> um, Agatha's going batshit. <laughs> she's, got, <laughs> she's got the zoomies. She's got the, the, the pre-dinner zoomies. Agatha likes so. this issue. This is how so, I, yeah, I'm, I, I apologise for the uh, Agatha noise. Right. Luna is not making any noise. Luna is asleep. <laughs> her, her favorite, her favorite thing to do is to lie on her side and crawl around the bottom of the sofa. Yeah, sure. Doing that, doing that like weird kind of like <laughs> thing, <That's great>. yeah. <laughs> Which is what she's been doing with her crazy swayzy eyeball. <laughs> uh, so we have talked about the uh, panel of the week and we've talked about our toots and our boots but now we have to vote for what we are going to do with this issue now if we love this issue we are going to put it in the vault where only the most precious of issues go and precious of things if we think eh, it's all right we can throw it under the bar and we can use it for some decoupage or for polishing the glasses or whatever we do uh, and if we think it's absolute trash we can throw it out the window to the alley next door uh, which I think we named last issue, didn't we? That we named it Piss Street, I think. Yeah, <laughs> yeah I think so. Yeah. Uh, so, what are we going to do with this issue, Connor? What do you think? I mean, for me, it for me it kind of feels like the start of an era, mm-hmm. um, and I mean, I can't really say much because I can't spoil anything. <laughs> But, um, you know, so, and I really love the cover. So for, like, personal reasons, I'd probably have it in my vault. But looking at it objectively, I would say Under the Bar, just to, you know, because it's Under the Bar, because, like, when you think of other vault Daredevil issues, like mm. uh, Namor and stuff, it's not quite on that level, you know, yeah. so. Mm. Uh, I'd, I'd agree, Under the Bar, it's not absolute trash. Um, yeah. But it's not great. If there was more Spider-Man in it, or they did something better with him, maybe. 
Um, it's, it just seemed like it seemed one of those kind of you get it sometimes with TV shows and stuff. They advertise it as like, oh, you know, this is this amazing cameo in this, and the person's in it for like two seconds. Yeah, I don't. So. It's funny because I I don't think I registered Spider Man until he actually showed up for two panels. Because like I for some reason I don't even think I registered him on like the cover as being part of the story. Mm. So, <laughs> I think it's only because yeah. he was in the description, you know. So we mentioned him last week. Oh, was week. he? Yeah. Right. Yeah, right. but I, I even when I was yeah. reading the description, I was thinking I don't remember him being in this, like it being a big issue. Do you know what I mean for Spider Man? So mm. it's not. Yeah. In fact, yeah. it's weird because I I listened to the last episode and read the last issue, and I already don't remember. So. <laughs> don't worry. <laughs> So, yep, so that's it. It's going under the bar. Right, so now it's time for... You've been waiting two weeks, guys. Um, I'm sorry that we've kept you waiting, but it is finally time for Vix Predicts. Now, Vix, are you ready for issue 55? Ready was my middle name. <laughs> this issue, uh, the next issue, is called Cry Coward. Cry Coward. <laughs> what do you think is going to happen? I really hope that Mr. Fear has, like, Matt rocking backwards and forwards in, like, some sort of dungeon in the corner with, like, his ripped suit crying into his knees. Yeah, like, Matt deserves it. He's been an arsehole. So, um, I just, yeah, cry cow. I could just imagine him, like, pointing his, like, creepy, like, spooky special power fear finger at him. (laughs) And be like, cry coward! (laughs) And Matt just, like, in the corner going, I don't like it, okay. Um, So, you you want him to be punished? I want him to suffer. (laughs) <laughs> I want him to suffer <laughs> for his crimes. <laughs> Poor lad. That, that makes me He's terrible doing his person. best. <laughs> it's not good enough, Claire. <laughs> <laughs> it's really not. It's no. really not. Like, come on, dude. You could. You. It's not that difficult to be just a a baseline decent human being to the people that you are apparently say on a regular basis that you love and care for. Yeah. Agreed. Like basic human decency, Matthew. Come on. Well, would you like a description of the next issue? Absolutely. Okay. Here we go. So it's called Cry Coward. And the description is as follows. Daredevil's reeling about losing a fight out of fear. The city labels Daredevil a chicken. But once, but once DD uncovers a mystery about Mr. Fear, a new foe, an explanation for Daredevil's fright is revealed. Oh, are we getting yes. double villainry? Mm, double V. <gasps> what, what do you think? What are you thinking? Oh, is Kilgrave going to make an appearance? <laughs> Why do you think it's Kilgrave? Why did I just like the whole fear thing? And, I don't know. That would be cool. I'd like to see him again. Okay. So what do you think the explanation is as to his pointing and putting fear in people? 
It's like, like, where did that even come from? He's got, he, he must have got it from somewhere, surely. Like, has he maybe, like, I don't know, touched a meteor or something? <laughs> I, don't, I don't know. Like, it's going gonna, it's gonna to be, like, a meteor or a radioactive spider or, or like, some <laughs> fallen in some toxic waste. You know, the usual, <laughs> the usual kind of tropes. Pick one, Ooh, one yeah. of the three. <laughs> I've just, I've just, uh, I was like thinking about the next issue, and I was like, was I, am I right? And I've just gone through it, and I'm like, oh yeah, yeah I remember what happens. <laughs> it's what, it's one of the three, isn't it? Mm-hmm. Oh yeah, it's all three. Okay. All three of them at once. A um, meteor that fell into some sort of viscous liquid and turned it into toxic waste. And turned it into a spider. Yeah. Yeah. So that is the end of this week's issue, guys. Um, anything else you want to add? Uh, I think it's just, a bit of a forgettable one. Yeah. You know. Yeah. It's it's not the most memorable. It felt a bit like it, like there were two stories in one issue because mm. you had like you know him. Yeah off being, you know, Daredevil full-time and everyone grieving for Matt and everything, and then, surprise, Mr. Fear. Mm. That didn't really, like, it's almost like they, you know, they were doing the the first kind of story and then sort of almost finished that and were like, oh, shit, we've still got, like, X amount of pages left to fill. (laughs) (laughs) And they need a villain of some kind. Because before that, it's it's literally, there's no bad guy or anything. It's just... Well, there is. It's, it's Matt. Well, yeah. <laughs> I guess there's no entity to Matt. Um, yeah. I like. I really like the idea of. To be honest, I can't. I can't really remember how it plays out. But I like the idea of. You know, his monarch is the man without fear. So I like the idea of you know mm-hmm. making him a coward. Yeah. And like how that would affect his pride as well, because he's a very prideful person. So yeah, I think that's have, cool. You just have to look at his like creepy stalker wall that's all just <laughs> about himself <laughs> yeah I always like the idea of the man without fear going up against Mr. Fear you know yeah yeah, it's fun the man without fear bitch Mr. Scary I'm gonna show I'm gonna show you how do you kill things. a man without fear by putting the fear in him that's from your favourite oh. movie Ex- <laughs> oh god <laughs> putting the fear in him with my fear finger <laughs> Yeah. Uh, that's, how you put, that's how you kill a man without fear. You put fear in him with a fear finger. I think I'm overdue to watch that movie again, to be honest. Oh, I picked up the director's I think Vic's cut recently. Is. So. Oh, yeah. I am never watching. <laughs> I mean, we probably will do an episode at some point where we watch uh, Trial of the Incredible Hulk. Uh, Vix has already said that, that Vix will not be involved with that. So. <laughs> so I just want to thank our very special guest, Connor, this week for coming on again and for staying up so late. Thank you, as no always. Worries. You are a VIP in this bar and on this podcast. <laughs> um, is there anything you want to promote? You also have awesome uh, podcasts, so feel free to promote those. Thank you. Yes, there is actually. Um, so a few hours ago, uh, I recently recorded the new Iron Fist. We're covering the 90s series for Hire on, and we were joined by Emma, who is on this podcast. Yeah. Uh, uh, you know, as well. So that, that's fun, a lot of fun. Um, we talk about Daredevil on that too. That won't be edited out. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> and um, on, over on the Superman podcast, I was, I was 
Last Sons of Krypton. If you're into Superman, definitely check that out because we just interviewed the writer of Action Comics. Oh, cool. Uh, last week, and he's like the only guy writing Superman right now. So, uh, really interesting. Definitely give that a listen. And yeah, thanks very much. No worries. And you'll be on again soon as well. So that's going to be yes, exciting. two weeks I think. Um, yeah, I think two weeks. <laughs> and I don't know if there's anything Vix wants to promote apart from Agatha. Um, and, and the Hawkeye TV show I was going to say Hawkeye TV series <laughs> if you are a Daredevil fan I'm just saying so if you're not watching it you should shame, it's great. shame on you and it's enjoyable and it's really it's really it's fun and it has so some very fun. heartfelt moments and it is my favourite out of the uh, Disney Plus shows so far yeah. and if you are a big fan of My Life as a Weapon you have to watch this TV show you which have is, to, yeah, which like, is a run that it draws a lot from. Oh, so good. And if you have not read that run, then go away and go and go, read it. Go read it, because it's, it's, it's one of the... Did, oh, yeah. absolutely. Yeah. Yeah, get out of here. Go and read it. <laughs> get out of here. Yeah. <laughs> um, anyway, we will be back next week. It's time at the bar. <laughs> Bye. Ding, ding. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks for listening. If you want to send us feedback, you can contact us via Josie's Bar at reactionary-sass.com, on facebook.com at Josie's Bar Podcast, at Instagram or Twitter at Josie's Bar, or on Tumblr at josiesbarpodcast.tumblr.com. You can also call the SAS line 321-710-4947. Our other podcasts and individual social media accounts can be found at reactionary-sass.com.